Welcome back, everybody. It's Monday, February 6th. We have a prisons update, catfish engineering, and Crimson Tide coordinators. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Last week, the state of Alabama's prisons released just over three-quarters of the 369 prisoners it had planned to release, reports AL.com's Ivana Rinkew. Now, as we previously reported, many of the releases had been put on hold because some victims of the inmates' crimes had not been notified. That's one of the issues raised in a lawsuit filed by Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall. And so what we saw last week were an average of a few dozen released each day. Plans are now in place to get this first batch of inmates released by Tuesday. This is a program that's been voted into law by the Alabama legislature, and there are expected to be more early releases going forward. It's not just a one-time bulk release. As for the first 369, the average time taken off their prison sentences was 167 days. Now, during the remainder of their sentences, they're required to wear an ankle monitor. The idea here is to help them transition back to the outside with monitoring, visits, drug tests, in order to avoid another stint on the inside. You can't do that, of course, after an inmate has already served all his or her time. Now, the amounts of time that are being shaved off their prison stay were written into the legislation. If your sentence was five years or shorter, you get out three to five months early. Between five and ten years, you're out six to nine months early. And more than ten years you're out one to two years early. Researchers at Auburn University are putting gator DNA into catfish, reports AL.com's Greg Garrison. I realize this may raise a few questions. First of all, it's lower G gator is an alligator. We're not talking about capital G as in Florida gators. Apparently, scientists absolutely do not want their DNA. Also, They're not creating a half-catfish, half-gator river beast. What they have done is to take an alligator gene that has a protein called cathelicidin, which is believed to help gators survive gator bites. And then they put that gene into catfish genomes, and it seems to have made the fish more resistant to infections. Rex Dunham said the survival rate increase was between two and five-fold. According to a feature in MIT Technology Review, Dunham and the other researchers say that the fish that have been given the gene are more likely to survive and that they can't reproduce unless they're injected with reproductive hormones. That's important because if the fish were ever in farms and some got out, you don't want to have them taken over the native species. Now, the paper hasn't been peer-reviewed and there were skeptical scientists in the MIT feature. LSU scientist Greg Lutz, quote, it's just too difficult to produce enough of these fish to get a viable, genetically healthy line going. Well, we'll see. It appears that the University of Alabama football program is about to have its coordinators in place after losing both assistants this offseason, reports AL.com's Mike Rodak. ESPN was reporting Sunday that Kevin Steele has accepted an offer to return to the Tide as defensive coordinator. Now, if you follow football, you know Steele, who has many years of SEC and other college and NFL experience. He was head coach Nick Saban's first defensive coordinator in Tuscaloosa. 
He had another stint under Saban in other roles, and he was Auburn's defensive coordinator for five seasons. Now, most recently, he held that position at the University of Miami. As for offensive coordinator, Notre Dame's Tommy Rees has reportedly agreed to replace Bill O'Brien in the revolving door of Alabama OCs. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, come on by and see us on the internet at al.com. Thank you.